Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Trevor Woods here from SB Nation's Maize and Brew in sunny South Florida. We're just a couple days away from the college football playoff, the Orange Bowl, number two Michigan versus number three Georgia. I know you Michigan fans are quite excited to see your Wolverines in action in Miami at Hard Rock Stadium on New Year's Eve. Seen a lot of Michigan fans down here already. To this point, they've outnumbered the Georgia fans and the Georgia Reds, so we'll see if that trend continues once the fans are inside Hard Rock Stadium and the lights come on and the sun goes down. I absolutely can't wait and can't wait to see you fans there. Say hi if you see me, but there's a lot still for Michigan to accomplish between now and then. Yesterday on Tuesday, they had a couple practices, a daytime practice and nighttime practice, and they're trying to balance fun and focus, and they've been doing a good job to this point. Kane McNamara and Hassan Haskins today, they said that, you know, although it's been a fun week and a lot of events, there's a family beach outing yesterday, for example, it's been laser focused when they've had to be focused, and uh, when they have to get serious, they're getting serious, but... You don't get to go to the college football playoff too often, and this team is soaking in every moment along the way. So it was media day today. It wasn't at Hard Rock Stadium. It ended up being a virtual media day, but the likes of edge rusher Aiden Hutchinson, linebacker Josh Ross, quarterback Cade McNamara, running back Hassan Haskins, a lot of guys stepped to the microphone today, center Andrew Vistardis, Offensive lineman Andrew Stuber, and they all pretty much had the same message. 
The message is they're focused. The message is they want to continue to do what they've been doing. And for the offensive line, the Joe Moore Award win, winning offensive line, which goes to the best O-line in the nation, which is Michigan, they realize the task at hand, and they're going against defense lineman Jordan Davis, who was the Nagurski Award winner and a really good player. And McNamara said if there's any offensive line that is going to be able to match up against Georgia and their front seven, who McNamara believes is quite talented, it would be Michigan's. So that is something to look out for. Kirby Smart, he talked about how the Georgia defense and Georgia offense are both going to have their hands full in a variety of ways. But one way in which Kirby Smart thinks that Michigan, I don't want to say has an advantage, but something that Georgia really has to prepare for is going against the edge rushers David Ojabo and Aiden Hutchinson. Hutchinson, of course, a Heisman finalist, but Ojabo had 12 sacks in his own right. Hutchinson with 14 a Michigan record, uh, smart, he recognizes, he said, the first thing you have to do is match the intensity of Ojabo and Hutchinson. And he said, regardless of the talent they have, the strain, their desire, the want to leaks through on the film. Smart said he's talked to some teams and some coaches who have played Michigan. He said, that one of the first thing, things they talk about is, man, we didn't take into account how hard they played, how much effort, how much want to, how much desire that those guys have. And here's the thing. In the defense of Don Brown of old, Michigan had trouble against mobile quarterbacks. And Stetson Bennett for Georgia, he has 251 yards rushing, so he definitely has this capability with his legs but that has been something that really hasn't been a problem for Michigan, uh, and largely in part due to the pass rush of Ojabo and Hutchinson. They've kept some of these mobile quarterbacks grounded and at home, or at the very least made them really uncomfortable in the pocket. Even when they don't get a sack, they're hitting that quarterback, they're pressuring that quarterback, they're throwing off their rhythm, the quarterback's time clock. So Georgia, they're going to have to be cognizant of all those facts. Smart said that the Georgia offensive line does embrace challenges like this. They want opportunities like this. They want to face the best defenses in the country. So uh, Michigan is one of the best defenses in the country. And Georgia, their offense and defense didn't do too well against Alabama. And this is certainly, at the very least, the second best defense in which Georgia is faced. And Stetson Bennett did not play very well against Alabama. And for Michigan's sake, hopefully that trend continues at the college football playoff. Now, another thing, one of the bigger threads, the common threads today was what the players said about Jim Harbaugh. And it's one thing to say, yeah, we like our coach, but captains, you know, leaders, guys have been around quite a while for Michigan, such as Ross and Hutchinson, uh, and, you know, Caden McNamara, Haskins, and DJ Turner. So you got five guys who saying really complimentary things about Harbaugh. And uh, 
Haskins said Harbaugh's demeanor's been the same down in Florida, but uh, they're trying to enjoy their time down there. But he said when they need to lock in, they lock in, and that's Harbaugh's demeanor. And McNamara concurred with Haskins' assessment, saying that Harbaugh's demeanor has been serious and that the team and the coaches are taking a level of preparation to the highest extent. And he said that he appreciates that from Harbaugh. But Ross and Hutchinson went a step further and just talked about, you know, what they've all went through together. And here's what Ross said. He said, I'm so proud of Coach Harbaugh and the way he's adapted, the way he's just changed as a person, as a coach throughout his years of, of being here. He's a great coach, and he does a lot of great things. Just to see how far he's came, how far this team has came in the position we are now, I couldn't be more proud of our head guy leading the way. And leading the way Harbaugh has, for example, he showed it to Big Ten media days in July as slender and in as, as in shape as he's been in quite some time. Uh, Harbaugh actually said that he's back to his playing weight and that he's probably in the best shape he's been since uh, you know nearly 20 years ago. That's uh, Harbaugh's words. And uh, one thing I noticed all the way back in August, there was a viral video of Harbaugh pushing a sled after practice, and you can see players in it rooting him on. And uh, to me, that was an example of Harbaugh trying to walk the walk the best he can. Of course, he's a 58-year-old man, but they still can see toughness from a coach and strength, a former player, and you know, leading by example, leading with action and strength. Uh, that strength has resonated with the team and the staff alike. And uh, speaking of the staff... That's something that isn't lost on Aiden Hutchinson or a lot of guys on the team for that matter. Harbaugh had to make so many changes after the 2-4 and four year, and uh, those changes are what have brought Michigan here. And uh, obviously the players have a say in that too, and we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, yeah, Harbaugh brought in defensive coordinator Mike McDonald from the Ravens. Harbaugh's brother John, obviously the head coach of Baltimore, said, hey, I got a guy for you, and boy, has he been a guy. They're multiple in scheme and uh, always throwing a wrench in and uh, always willing to change plans and adapt to the you know the flow of the game. And uh, Mike McDonald has certainly seemed to be a man of adjustments. And then you obviously have running backs coach Mike Hart. Sharon Moore was shifted to offensive line coach and co-offensive coordinator. And then, you know, there, there's a ton more changes too. You know, Steve Klinkscale and uh, Ron Bellamy, and we can keep really going on and on. George Hilo, and then analysts too. I mean, the changes in which Harbaugh made were uh, just in abundance, and uh, they all had ripple effects. And here's what Hutchinson said uh, about those changes, and just about uh, Jim Harbaugh himself. Hutchinson said. To do what he did this year, I think he brought in the perfect chemistry of guys this offseason in terms of coaches, in terms of defensive staff, which was changed up a lot. And I think he found the perfect blend of guys, and it's really what makes the team work. That's part of it, is finding the right coaches, Hutchinson said. He definitely did that this offseason, and that's a big head nod to him, but also how he's adapted over these years, how he's adapted towards the players over these years. And he said he's a really great guy, great coach, and that they couldn't be more proud of him. And uh, there's a photo going around online of Harbaugh yesterday with a drink in hand and uh, a genuine smile. Didn't know he was being photographed. And uh, I think that's a reflection of the headspace not only Harbaugh's in, but the team, that uh, they're having fun. And having fun matters. 
being a little loose matters. As long as when the time comes, whether it's a practice, whether it's a meeting, whenever that next task comes that you must attack, that not only will you attack it, but you're prepared to attack it. That way you succeed in attacking it. And I see that in Harbaugh. I see that in the team right now. And we'll see if it leads to a victory over Georgia. But uh, it's hard not to feel a little confident or at least think Michigan has a very good chance of winning. Now, Michigan, they weren't even ranked in the top 25 to start the season. They're the first team to make the playoffs after not starting the year ranked. And, uh, you know, that, that type of thing, that type of thing has brought this team together more than it's brought them apart. And uh, here's what DJ Turner, quarterback, DJ Turner said. He said, I say that I love Coach Harbaugh, and we always knew since day one it was Michigan versus everybody, and we live by that. So that's why when we prove everything and just we've got a lot to do left, Turner said, it just feels great to do it with my coach too. And that's right. They're doing it together. And McNamara, he also said that this is also player-driven, that uh, the team was sick of losing and they knew that changes needed to be made and it had to come from within. They had had to set the tone, and they certainly did. And uh, a reflection of that is the team, the the players themselves, had a few players-only meetings this year and had nothing to do with any uh, – you know, negativity towards the coaches. It was just sometimes the players are the ones who need to uh, please themselves, so to speak, and uh, rile each other up in a positive way and push forward. And that's what's happened. And uh, uh, more power to Cade McNamara and the Michigan team. I mean, look at Aiden Hutchinson, the leadership he's brought this year, and that how so many players have looked up to him and how Hutchinson's pushed everybody else in practice because of his high motor, his relentless nature. So look at Hassan Haskins, how he leads by example and leads with his play and toughness. I mean, those types of things rub off on one another and lead to the product that is Michigan football right now, a very tough team, a very strong team, strong-willed and strong in stature. And they're going to need every bit of that when it comes Friday against the Georgia Bulldogs. Another topic of note would be Daxon Hill. Have to talk about that a minute. There have been uh, rumors, uh, maybe a little more than that, depending on who you want to uh, believe. And uh, certainly Sam Webb and Chris Ballas are men who are always more right than they are wrong. And uh, there's some COVID concerns about Dax Hill. Michigan players were asked about that today from Andrew Vistardis to Andrew Stuber to uh, Cade McNamara, and they all answered it the same way, basically, that they're going to let Harbaugh talk about that. But uh, Ballas is also saying that, uh, you know, right right now, he, Hill isn't ruled out. And uh, uh, I don't want to say things look good. I don't want to speculate at all, um, but... That's all I can give you, really. I, I don't really want to say much. Um, so I guess my advice would be everybody be hopeful in that regard, and uh, let's leave it at that. Uh, let, let's see. And uh, I, I suppose let's see if Harbaugh has to say anything about it. Um, not sure if he will, but um, I've been getting tweeted in uh, private messages and just regular good old-fashioned tweets about this. So that's the best update I can really give you 
it is, uh, players were asked about it today, and uh, they didn't have an answer to give, and uh, I don't blame them. Uh, they really shouldn't have to talk about it. So uh, that's where we're at today, folks, and uh, it's a good place to be. Uh, Michigan isn't playing in a ranking bowl game. They're playing in uh, the playoffs. It might be the Orange Bowl, but it's the playoffs. It's the freaking playoffs, and then they're, they're there. Who would have thought, right? Uh, not many, I suppose, and uh, yet here we are. So tomorrow, there's a coaches' luncheon. Harbaugh, Kirby Smart will be there. Uh, ESPN personalities, uh, maybe some players from both teams. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I'll have coverage of that for you. And uh, there's a fan fest on Friday before the game. Uh, I encourage everybody to go. Lots to do. Uh, lots to do. Bands. You can take a picture with the the uh, Orange Bowl trophy, I believe, and uh, lots of things for uh, grown-ups and kids alike. It's it's definitely a family-friendly atmosphere. So get to that fan fest if you can. I'll have coverage of that, and uh, I'll also have coverage of the joint press conference tomorrow, which is obviously um, usually a big deal, and it still will be. But uh, it'll be virtual with a. Uh, Kirby Smart and Harbaugh, so there'll be uh, a couple times Smart and Harbaugh will be uh, answering questions tomorrow. So I'll have all the updates from that, and uh, I'll have all the updates down in Florida the rest of the way. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Woods Football. Follow us on Twitter at Maze and Brew. Find all our content on mazeandbrew.com and all my content, and there's quite a bit of it, and my colleagues this week. Uh, I encourage you to check that out as well because there's lots of good stuff, lots of good tidbits, lots of good information and insight. And one final note is be sure to subscribe to our podcast, our Amazing Brew podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and pretty much wherever you find your podcasts. But until then, thank you so much for listening to me once again. And once again, I am Trevor Woods, and I can't thank all of you enough for all your support, readership, and viewership, and uh, listening to me speak right now. So, talk to you tomorrow.